Hey girl, what you up to? Hey mama, hey sis, hey girl, hey friend, and welcome back to Girl Nothing. What you doing? Today's episode is going to be so much fun, I hope. So I decided to have our segment first so that there are no interruptions in the middle. So this is girl. I just want to know. So today's question, how do you deal with disagreements in marriage? And my answer has two parts. Okay. Part one is that I got married fast. That's the truth. And so the way we originally handled disagreements was to fight for the last word. It was a screaming match because we both wanted to be right. But the truth is we were loud and wrong. Part two to that answer is how we're learning to handle those disagreements. And that's with honesty, vulnerability, and respect for each other. We're in couples counseling. We're in individual therapy. So we're being taught pretty much how to have a respectful discussion about things that hurt us or that we disagree on or that need to be addressed so that we can go back to normal, whatever it is. It's not easy at all. And sometimes I relapse and I go back to the Janae who's always looking for a fight. But ultimately, we go into disagreements or those serious discussions that every couple needs to have making the declaration first that the goal, the common goal is to be on good terms at the end of the conversation and to have respect for each other throughout the conversation. So if we feel ourselves veering away from that common goal that we set, somebody either needs to leave the room or somebody needs to reel it back in. So when things get loud, when things get rowdy, And when respect looks like it's about to fly out the window, we bring ourselves back down. If somebody needs a minute, and by somebody I mean me, I leave the room. It can't be looked down upon that I left the room because it's either leave the room or scream. And my goal is to not have to leave the room, but right now I just do. Anyway, all in all, we're learning each other through talking therapy and taking notes on each other like we take mental notes I think when the other person is talking and then we take those notes to therapy and we say you know I noticed this or I noticed this and this made me feel this way and then I can take the note and say oh so when I did this it made him feel this way noted and I won't do it again and that's the truth And that was girl. I just want to know. Okay. So I said it'd be a fun episode. So do y'all want to know what we're doing? Do you want to know? Do you want to (laughs) know? Okay. First, I'm going to tell you why we're doing it. Okay. So I was on Instagram. Duh. And I came across a video of a very seasoned podcaster because she had a large following. So either she was popular before the podcast or you know, she has that large following because she's seasoned at podcasting. I saw a video of her pretty much being brutally honest about motherhood. And then I'm scrolling through my reels and stuff. 
And then I saw a not as popular, but still way more popular than me influencer talking about all the ups and downs and blah, blah, blah of being a mom. And it made me realize that as rare as I thought it was to find honest mom content about the highs and the lows, it's actually not that rare. There are actually a lot of moms who are not afraid to call their babies assholes, either on their platform or some other avenue. And I don't want to just be another one of those moms either. Like, I think in the first or first or second episode of the show, I said, you know, pretty much I'm not a fitness mom. I'm not a working mom. I'm not a I'm not a niched mom I'm just a mom trying to figure it the frick out every single day and some days I fail other days I feel like I'm on top of the world but if everybody's feeling like this then that means I'm not standing out and I want to stand out but I don't know how so I'm doing a little like self-reflecting and um reflecting on the podcast to kind of figure out what makes me different um, from everybody else and what better way to answer questions about myself than to do it dun, 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 for an episode hello so I have a book called 3,000 questions about me and what I'm gonna do is answer 25 of those questions the first 25 and maybe it'll become a series because 3,000 divided by 25 is 120 that could be wrong my mom's the math teacher, not me. So next time I have creator's block, I'll just do another installment of what this episode is and we'll call it the truth. And this will be the truth volume one. So let's get into it. Okay. The first question out of 25 says, what is your idea of perfect happiness? And I think my idea of perfect happiness is um hmm I don't think I have a perfect idea of happiness because I don't know what happiness is I don't know if happiness um goes hand in hand with money if it goes hand in hand with being in a relationship or being in love and honestly I know a lot of people who are happy by themselves but I've never been on my own and I don't know if I would be happy on my own. So I don't really know what my idea of perfect happiness is. I think the generic answer would be, you know, healthy family, healthy child. I'm healthy. We're all, you know, taken care of and, but specifically Janae's idea of perfect happiness. I don't think, I don't think there is one. So I guess we'll skip. Mm. Number two says, what is your greatest fear? Okay, let me tell you what my greatest fear is. On top of snakes, spiders, raccoons, or as Jordan likes to call them, trash pandas. Um, My greatest fear is losing my mom and my grandma. The two most, well, now that I think about it, 
I'm terrified of losing my sister too. But just the women in my life, imagining my life without them, gives me seriously the sweatiest armpits. Like I can't even think about it without going into full on panic mode. So losing my grandma, losing my mommy, and losing my big sister. Um, Number three says, what is the trait you most deplore in yourself? Okay. If I'm being completely, completely honest, I absolutely hate how dependent I am. Like I've always been taken care of and I know that's a good thing but I've never been forced to like do it myself like I was but it didn't last very long because then I stopped being alone but like if I think back to the one time where or maybe it was two times because college I got a job um, yeah, maybe it was two times that I was, you know, dependent on myself. I was independent. I was, you know, doing everything on my own without help. Those times were when I was really, really, really depressed. So maybe, <laughs> maybe I'm not meant to be alone. I don't know. Number four says, what is your greatest extravagance what do you mean what's my greatest extravagance like what do you mean my greatest extravagance is the theatricality of me when I sing like when I'm singing it's almost like I'm in a whole nother world and like I know I sound bad, but like, I don't care because in my mind, I'm singing to a sold out venue of people who didn't come to hear me sing well. They just came to see me. You know what I mean? And I think that's pretty extravagant. Delusional. Same thing. They're synonyms. Um, <laughs> number five says, what is your current state of mind? Hmm. My current state of mind is worry. And the reason why is because I'm dog sitting and the dog is sick. Um, but besides that, my current state of mind would have to be, you know, I'm looking forward to the day. Like every day I look forward to the day. I used to dread the days right now. I'm looking forward to the day, but, um, that could change at any minute. So yeah, we're not going to take that for granted. Number six says, what do you consider the most overrated virtue? Hmm. I think, you know how they say patience is a virtue. I get it. I understand. But what if you're just sitting around waiting and somebody else just goes and take that opportunity from you? You know, so I think maybe patience is a little overrated or it's like 
it's expected in some situations where I would be perfectly okay with impatience. Um, but yeah, I think patience is the most overrated virtue. Um, number seven says, on what occasion do you lie? Now, I ain't gonna lie to y'all. I've lied a few times, but it's never been like the same occasion. So I don't know. I think I lie when I'm scared. I think I lie when I'm scared of either being caught or hurting someone that I care about. So like, for example, when I was younger, I would lie about, you know, missing school or something. Like, I don't know if I lied about missing school, I really didn't lie about missing school. Cause if I wanted to miss school, all I had to do was ask anyway, I would lie so that I wouldn't get caught and then it would end up catching up to me and I would feel stupid and I would get called out on my lie, you know? So I'm trying to like not lie <laughs> cause it always just comes back. There's no point. Just be honest. Talking to myself there. Number eight, what do you most dislike about your appearance? Oh, okay. So we're going there now, huh? All right. What do I most dislike about my appearance? Appearance. Gosh, there's so many things. What do I most dislike? I'm going to be honest. I love when I see women just with all types of all types of different bodies and like different women's stomachs go in different directions and I literally find it so beautiful except on myself like I hate I absolutely hate my stomach I hate it I was actually thinking about joining a gym soon because I want to look you know cute for a wedding that I have to go to next next year but also because you know what I'm 24 I have time to take care of my body I need to start now so that I'm not like regretting you know not taking care of myself when I'm older um but I think what I dislike most about my appearance would be my stomach as well as my teeth so um number nine which living person do you most despise oh my goodness okay I'm not gonna go into too much detail but if you want me to I will make it a whole episode because it has that ability I'm actually thinking about making it a book but that's another topic living person that I despise is my stepdad ex stepdad whatever you want to freaking call him honestly I refer to him as the devil sorry not sorry um number 10 what is the quality you most like in a man the ability to make me laugh if you can make me laugh it is very 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 attractive because if you can make me open my mouth and show my ugly ass teeth because the joke you just made was so fucking funny 
that I couldn't help it. If you can make me open mouth laugh, give yourself a pat on the back because it doesn't happen often. Well, with my husband, it does. But that's why I married him because he made me laugh. (laughs) Number 11 says, what is the quality you most like in a woman? So I'm going to turn this around to like a female friend, right? I like honesty from my female friends because I feel like everybody sees me as this like soft, delicate, like wallflower who can't get her feelings hurt and who can't handle the truth. And while that is true, I just admire when a friend comes into my life and right off the bat, she's like, Janae, you're better than this. Or Janae, you're actually in the wrong. Sorry, girl. Like, I love when a woman can be honest with me. Because I lie to myself a lot. Like, I lie to myself a lot. And sometimes I need somebody else to tell me that I'm lying to myself. So I appreciate those women in my life that do that um, and who don't look at me as like fragile or unable to handle the truth or constructive criticism or honest feedback or whatever it may be. Um, Okay, number 12, which words or phrases do you most overuse? Period. To be honest. Um girl nothing what you doing (laughs) and I also say a lot to Michaela when she's crying you want to snuggle you want to snuggle with mommy okay come on let's go snuggle like word for word that's what I say so those are the words and phrases I most overuse but I love it and I love my life so suck it um number 13 what or who is the greatest love of your life the greatest love of my life has to be between my daughter and my grandma don't ask me to pick between the two number 14 when and where were you happiest I was happiest when Ryan and I were dating and we would just be on that high of just like butterflies when you see them, making eye contact across the room at work, freaking like getting in the car after work together and driving across state lines just to like go to bed with him and like snuggle next to him and then We would get up in the morning and we would drive back across state lines to go to work. And it was just, it was so like, it was like a movie. It was like I was living in a montage for this period of time. And I was so, I was so happy. I was so happy. I was like, I never want this feeling to go away. I never want this to end. And so I married him. (laughs) Um, (laughs) number 15 says, which talent would you most like to have? I would love to know how to dance. I would love it. If God gave me 
the talent of dance oh my god y'all would have never heard the end of it because listen i think people who can dance are some of the best people on the planet and that's not like an opinion i think that's like a scientific fact if you can dance you're automatically superior and who doesn't want to be superior i hate being inferior i hate my two left feet but you know whatever maybe in my next life number 16 if you could change one thing about yourself what would it be my teeth duh um i think i would change my teeth what else would i change about myself there's so many things so many things i would change my teeth i would change mm, i would change my height i don't know if i want to be taller or shorter but i hate being average i hate it it sucks sucks not having anything special about yourself so yeah i think my teeth though is the main one but not like veneers like I wouldn't get veneers I don't think or maybe I would I don't know but I just feel like if I had the opportunity to change my natural teeth and like mold them into what I want them to look like without surgery and without veneers or without procedure it would be my teeth I would give myself perfect teeth because I definitely don't have them um what number was I on? Oh, 17. What do you consider your greatest achievement? Having my daughter, having a healthy daughter and coming out healthy and not losing my shit when I was mid push and they were like, oh, you got a fever and you're, you're, you're your liquids yeah there's an infection yeah so i need you to i need you to push with all your might okay i need you to push with all your might let's get this baby out okay and get get things taken care of okay now what i said was (sighs) okay 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 what i wanted to say was bitch if you don't cut me the fuck over right now but I didn't say it. So that's my greatest achievement. Giving birth and living to tell the story. Um, (laughs) Number 18, if you were to die, ooh, if you were to die and come back as a person or a thing, what would it be? I think I would come back as an animal. And I think the animal I would come back as would be an elephant you know what about you that's a good question an elephant or maybe a dolphin because listen you know how I gave y'all like you know how I like what's the word I like gypped y'all with the 12 minute episode because I was on vacation and you know yada 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 so we went kayaking right We saw two dolphins. I've never seen a dolphin outside of the aquarium. I was in the same water as the dolphins and they were like so close. And I was like, oh my God. And they were like, oh my God. 
So maybe a dolphin, because I didn't know I liked dolphins so much. But then I saw them. I was like, oh my goodness, they're so cute. So I think an elephant or a dolphin. Number 19, where would you most like to live? Oh my goodness. I think on the beach, like on the beach, not a 15 minute walk away from the beach. I would want to live on the beach. And I know I'm in swim lessons and stuff, but I don't think I would live on the beach for the water. I mean, yeah, I love putting my feet in, but I don't I don't go that far. Like I go to ankle deep water and then I turn around because I don't play. I don't play. I'm black. I'm not doing all that. But I think just the beauty of living on the beach and just the scenery and the view and and all that stuff. It's just like, wow. It would be so gorgeous to live on the beach or at least anywhere where I can have a body of water in my backyard. Whether that's a giant lake and there are other houses on the lake with me or that's the beach or, you know, a river, <laughs> I don't fucking know, a moat that surrounds the entire house so nobody can get in, nobody can get out. <laughs> I don't know, but somewhere with water and not so I can swim in it, just so I can look at it because water is just fascinating, but it's scary at the same time. So it's like it gives life, but it can also kill you. So, you know, whatever. Um. OK, number 20. We're almost done. What is your most treasured possession? Ooh, let me see. Oh, this is actually pretty easy. I got a bracelet with you know those little bead things where you got to put it up to the light and you got to put your eye directly on it and then there's a picture inside I got one of those as a gift and it's so pretty because like when you put your eye up to it it's Michaela (sighs) and I love that thing I love it so much also my wedding ring I got proposed to on the Savannah River. So, yeah, I like my ring, too. Okay. Number 21. 21. Can you do some for me? What do you regard as the lowest depth of misery? Oh, wow. Hold on. Should have looked at these questions before I did this. What do you regard as the lowest depth of mis- misery? Okay, I think just right off the top of my head, I think the lowest depth of misery is when you feel so alone in a room full of people that you love. I think that's misery. When you feel so alone and you feel so isolated in a room full of your most cherished adored family and friends like you're in this space with all the people that you love yet you just want to like you're so lonely and you feel so alone on the inside that you forget where you are and you forget how lucky you are I think that's misery definitely Number 22, 
What is your favorite occupation? Stay at home mom, obviously. Number 23, what is your most marked characteristic? My sense of humor. I make people laugh. When I'm feeling awkward, when I'm anxious, when I'm actually trying to make people laugh. I just, for some reason, people always laugh when I talk. And now that I say that out loud, maybe they're laughing at me. But I'm going to tell myself that I'm just funny and not funny looking, funny sounding or whatever. So I think my most marked characteristic is my sense of humor. Number 24, what do you most value in your friends? Their honesty, like I said. And number 25, who are your favorite writers? I don't have favorite writers. I do have one person who has never disappointed me with a book. And that is Toni Morrison. But I don't have favorite writers because I don't read as much as I would like to. But that was number 25. And we've already past the 25 minute mark so you're welcome this is to make up for last week's episode um suck it um and this was the truth volume one (laughs) i told y'all it was gonna be fun sorry i didn't have anything to really talk about but if these questions make you have more questions about me ask them because i like when people ask me about myself it gives me a chance to talk about myself and Who doesn't love talking about themselves? Um, No, but thank you for staying this long um, through a kind of backwards Q&A, I think, because usually Q&As are you ask the questions and I give the answers, but this time a book asks the questions, I gave the answers, and you didn't even ask me to do this. (laughs) This is really a backwards Q&A. But, you know, I appreciate all the love. I appreciate all the support. This is episode 12 of Girl Nothing. What you doing? And you want to know something for lucky number 13? I'll hit you back next week. Mm -hmm.